I'm tired of not having these kinds of conversations. If you really think that anyone on this planet has got it all sorted, doesn't experience some form of anxiety or mental health issues, whether that's mild versus severe, then you're kidding yourself because we all do on some level at some point in our life. Hello and welcome to episode 24 of How Not To Run A Business, a podcast for business owners, entrepreneurs and those aspiring to work for themselves. Each week I bring you real, honest and down-to-earth conversations about success, failure and how not to run a business, all in service of you living a life you love and achieving your version of success. It's me, your host, Jeremy Jacobs, and as always, I hope you're doing very well today. So in today's solo episode, I am going to be sharing my experience of anxiety and running your own business or being an entrepreneur. So I am actually away on holiday uh, from Monday. I'm recording this podcast episode a few days before I go. As I said at the end of last year that I was going to be releasing a weekly podcast episode and if you haven't ever released or run a podcast before you may not know that a lot of work goes into each episode. I always promised myself that I would really spend time recording the episode. Some people literally record, they might call it live, they might just record whatever and then just put it out. There's nothing wrong with either way but being a bit of a perfectionist sometimes um I struggle with just recording and putting it out there that's why I'm not actually a big fan of talking on live broadcasts um a few years ago when Clubhouse remember that app that came out I really struggled with speaking on that app and I can also struggle with just doing a live broadcast so if I went live on something um I can get quite nervous and anxious so I prefer this form of medium because I can record it, I can pause, I can edit if I need to. And so there's probably about five to six hours at least goes into each episode. And I realized very early on when I started releasing them weekly that actually I've given myself quite a lot of work to do, which is fine because I enjoy it. I get really good feedback and it's something I'm really committed to. But my holiday plans change. So I'm going away on holiday next week. And this episode is actually coming out the day after I get back. And we changed our plans to uh, move the holiday forwards. My partner uh, was given an extra couple of days off. And we were like, should we just go a couple of days earlier? So we're like, yep, let's do it. And it's driven up an awful lot of anxiety in me. And I've been having some conversations with friends who also experience anxiety and I wanted to have a conversation and talk and share about my experience because I've been spending a lot of time doing self-reflective work over the past, well, a very long time actually, but really interested since the beginning of the pandemic and since closing my business I've noticed that I have this general sense of anxiety a lot of the time and I've never really been someone who's had anxiety all of the time I experienced it in the past but it wasn't this constant feeling of anxiety this unease this worry this fear 
and as someone who likes to ponder and inquire and be curious about what's going on I noticed that yeah it's it's very pervasive in my life and there's a slight anxiety in itself for sharing this conversation with you because it's vulnerable and often we want to portray a sense that we've got it all sorted and we know what we're doing particularly for me as someone who's a a mentor it can feel uncomfortable to share this stuff because I have this idea in my head that all of my clients expect me to be this perfect human being that's got it all sorted but actually that's not the case and I've talked a lot over the last few years about my um what's the word my frustration with social media and how people tend to portray a perfect image of their life of course that's not true there's a lot of people out there doing great work and sharing themselves honestly if you look at the conversation and the the reaction to those posts and those conversations it can be quite negative people that aren't comfortable with sharing themselves fully can belittle or criticize the people that do that and there's this whole what feels like um group two groups of people the people that share themselves and might be called woke or liberal and then the other side which is the right wing and very um lack of emotion and very professional the linkedin police as we like to call them it can feel difficult and uncomfortable to share this kind of stuff with people but actually i'm tired of not having these kinds of conversations if you really think that anyone on this planet has got it all sorted doesn't experience some form of anxiety or mental health issues whether that's mild versus severe then you're kidding yourself because we all do on some level at some point in our life being an entrepreneur someone who works for themselves presents its own set of challenges particularly at this time of our lives where we've gone through a lot of really uncomfortable very very challenging circumstances and it seems to just keep on going on and on and on and so for me personally I've been very reflective over the past few years to understand what is actually going on for me because if I think about my life and I think about what I have and the privileged position that I am in I really, in theory, shouldn't have anything to worry about. And I'm not going to, in this conversation, sit here and pretend to know all the answers. I'm not a mental health professional. I have limited experience and knowledge around this. I can only go on my own personal experience and the experience of others and what I see and I read online. Some of it's really useful, some of it's not. I was... I was on Instagram the other day and I was uh, I follow a, a psychologist called Dr. Julie. Um, if you don't follow her content, I would suggest you go and check it out because it's it's really nice content. And one of her reels was talking about high-functioning anxiety. And she did one of those, I find them quite annoying now, <laughs> those pointy ones where you point to stuff. I think those have, uh, have had their day, but um, they're very popular a few years ago and I was looking at I was reading it going yep 
yeah, 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 got all that. And I thought, wow, yeah, I must have high functioning anxiety. And I've shared in the past around my mental health struggles with low mood, depression, anxiety. And I wouldn't say it's severe in any stretch of the imagination. It's It has been in the past, actually. It's been quite debilitating for me personally and not really sure why it's there. Um, unclear. And it's frustrating I just wanted to share a few things that I have noticed over the past few years that if you are someone who deals with anxiety, particularly if you're running your own business, because it's hard and it's particularly hard right now. There's a lot of uncertainty. You're expected to have all the answers, to know what to do next. And if you work for yourself, um, I can I can guarantee you that you will struggle with some form of anxiety and worry and concern if you're not that sort of person who's really driven and very positive mindset then you're going to have some form of concern mostly because you are making decisions by yourself you're probably spending a fair amount of time by yourself and your voice in your head your internal dialogue that nagging self-critical um, uh, saboteur, inner saboteur as some people call it, will try and protect you by bringing up all of these concerns and these fears. Our brains are hardwired for negativity. It's called the negativity bias and our brains are designed to look for and tell us about threats. And as someone who lives in a very privileged part of the world in the southeast of England and has had a comfortable life, I haven't had a life which is being f free from concern of money and um you know I've 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 never had to go without but at the same time I've had to struggle sometimes with finances and all that sort of stuff. So it's understandable why when there's no great threat to you as an individual or to me as an individual that I am going to spend time worrying or concerned about things which actually aren't a threat. And having to go through a year and a half of running a business by myself, of course I had support from my friends and family and um, my team, but running a business by myself in a pandemic when I realized that actually I didn't want to be doing it anymore has had a significant impact on my self-esteem my self-confidence and it's so pervasive and it's comes from the subconscious it's learned behavior over the years and it's really challenging to overcome and so I've been really paying attention to what things are going to support me and they're all the classic things lots of sleep, exercise, eating well, avoiding alcohol, um, avoiding stressful situations, not spending too much time reading the news or spending a lot of time on social media, particularly if you're exposed to um, the bullshit that's on social media and there's a lot of it out there. And 
as someone who uh, identifies as having ADHD, has struggles with addiction, um, have in the past and still do, insomnia, um, low mood, all of these wonderful things that my brain uh, throws up as challenges to me on a daily basis. It can be really hard. I'm going through a period of really struggling to sleep at the moment and building a new business and being up to lots of amazing things and doing it all by myself becomes exhausting over time. I'm doing lots of the air quotes right things. I haven't I've definitely drastically reduced my alcohol consumption down to nearly nothing. I eat well. I've been trying out different things like fasting. I exercise regularly. Um, yeah, I'm, it feels like I'm doing all of the right things, but yet it's still there and it's still tiresome. And this is not a podcast episode to <laughs> track anyone else down with me. It's an opportunity for me to share a real, you know, my my real experience of what it's been like to be living with anxiety, mild anxiety, but still anxiety all the same for a few years now. And what I found really useful and what was really, really, really worked for me is mindfulness and keeping myself in the present moment. And I hate as you can imagine, as someone who has ADHD sitting still for too long. And so what I've been practicing and playing around with is um, micro meditation. So just taking regular short periods of time just to slow down, check in with myself, ask myself what's going on, have a conversation with someone, even to the point of if I notice myself physically rushing around, which I can do, catching myself and sl literally slowing down my pace of walking and just having a conversation with myself to say, slow down. We can't change anything unless we know it's an issue. That's always the first step in changing a behavior, in changing something in your life that isn't working for you, is that recognizing. And then... It's about consistently coming back to that and practicing it. I can't remember where I heard it, but the um, the idea of going to the gym, exercising the muscle, building it up. A lot of these patterns of behavior I've had for all of my life. And so the expectation that I'm just going to be able to get it sorted in a day, in a week, in a month isn't realistic. It's going to take time. I'm going to fail a lot and the most important thing that I do for myself now when I do fail in my attempt to change a behavior is not beat myself up not give myself a hard time which is something I can do very easily and I liken it to a firm but loving parent and that's how I talk to myself sometimes I give myself a bit of a slap around the face metaphorically and say to myself stop stop thinking like this I've had enough and it does work trust me I've had many 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 years of low self-esteem of not thinking I'm good enough and I project a very outward happy uh, personality I have for a lot of the 
um, a lot of my life, I've definitely recognized that being vulnerable and open with people is really important. But I will say one thing about that and something that I have learned is choose very, very carefully and wisely who you share what with. Because if you are this kind of like fire hose of vulnerability and openness and you're just running around everywhere telling everyone everything there's nothing wrong with that but what I've learned over the years is that sometimes you will get a reaction from someone that you don't want to hear right now and doesn't work for you and doesn't help you and people will project their own fears their own concerns their own biases onto you and you have to ask yourself the question, do I want to be talking to this person about this right now? What do I need from this person? I have some people in my life who I love very dearly, but I know that if I'm in a certain mental state, I will not go to them for help or I won't have a conversation about it if I can with them because I know that their reaction and what they will say to me may not be appropriate in that moment and i will have conversations with these people to share that but it doesn't always work for me to have conversations with certain people about certain things the thing that i would say which i found really useful is when you're having conversations with people when you're feeling vulnerable be really clear about what it is that you need from them and get into the habit of when someone who you are having a conversation with is sharing something which is very vulnerable or they're upset or they're dealing with something I find it really useful to ask them the question how can I help what do you need how do you want me to respond me and my friend Sophie do that a lot of the time she'll say or I'll say oh, I'm dealing with something right now okay what do you need from me do you need to vent do you need me to just listen do you want me to provide advice or whatever that looks like because sometimes people just want to be heard they don't want you to do anything they've got it sorted you might be really pissed off with someone or really upset about a certain situation which the person that you're talking to they can't do anything about it it's not something they can help with so sometimes it's just very useful to go look I just need to vent right now I'm really upset I've had enough I know that I will deal with this later but let me just have it out I've done that with my partner a few times. <laughs> I well, yeah, I once had a huge argument with a not any friend anymore. I I parted parted company with them, and I was I was so upset when I got this, received this message, and I I said to him, um, "I'm just going to need five minutes. I'm going to vent right now. I'm going to say a lot of really horrible things and swear a lot." And I just need to get it out. I just need to say it. You don't need to do anything. And I did it. And that was what I needed in the moment. That's also if you are able to, in the moment, when you are sharing something that's quite vulnerable to someone, able to say to them, this is what I need from you right now. I don't need you to respond. Can I just share or vent? And hopefully they will agree. And... The final thing I'll say to that is at any point you have the complete right to say to someone I don't want to have a conversation around this I'm not comfortable please let's stop and I'll come back to it and go and give yourself some time 
to rest and just calm yourself down so i hope this episode has been useful i've kind of just switched the microphone on and i've just sat here and talked so i'm not sure where or path i've gone down there but it's uh yeah it's it's important for us all to when we feel we can and how uh how we feel it's appropriate to share this stuff with each other and i wanted this episode to be an opportunity for you if you are struggling with anxiety or mental health that you can listen to this episode and go oh i'm not the only one because sometimes it's hard to reach out to friends and family and close close loved ones and share this stuff and i find it very useful when people share honestly about what they're dealing with i don't feel like i'm doing it by myself so thank you so much for listening and I really appreciate you listening to my podcast and you know I know there's a lot of people out there who are listening and so yeah I just want to say a big thank you I am now going to wrap it up I'm going to go and finish my packing and I'm going to go on holiday so I will or you will rather hear me when I get back thank you so much for listening in today I hope you've enjoyed this conversation This has been How Not to Run a Business with your host, me, Jeremy Jacobs. If you like this conversation and you want to hear more, then make sure you follow or subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. And whilst you're there, if you want to leave me a review, I would really appreciate it. If you'd like to connect with me online, you can do so on Instagram, LinkedIn, and Facebook. And my profile name is Jeremy Jacobs UK. Or you can check out my website, which is jeremyjacobs.co.uk. So once again, thank you so much for listening. And until next time, keep on trying, keep on failing, keep on succeeding.